Greetings. It's Dave Zorko with Fatterday Omaha, your connection to food, friendship, and the restaurant industry people that make it happen in Omaha and elsewhere. Way back in the before times, I had visited Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston, Nebraska, and that stop left a wonderful memory in my family's mind. Fast forward a couple pancakes later, and here we are today, and we have our owner and head chef Brad Grosser and sous chef Jason Russell on this very episode. Our food recognized food conversation starts with food and often leads to heart and soul. In this conversation, we're going to talk breakfast, lunch, gardens, art, and overcoming challenges. So hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Fatterday Omaha will be right back. Keep listening if you're hungry. You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Fatterday Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. First of all, what's going on at Sojourn? What's happening there for people that maybe haven't been there yet? Um, I, I have, and it's a very welcoming, fun spot to be in, so there, there's that. But uh, what's what's happening? I think it's just – it's a – Comfort space, you yeah. know, truly. It's just, you know, the the name of it, if you look up Sojourn, it says, you know, a temporary escape. Nice. So that's pretty much where we're at. You know, it's what's going on. We're trying to stay busy. It's been up and down, especially sure. through all the climate that's gone on the last few years. But, yeah. uh, you know, the cool thing is, is we've got some great, great regulars. Yeah. And we keep just getting more people who are saying, hey, it's our first time. And, nice. you know, they, they love the atmosphere. They love the food and they love the friendliness and the cleanliness. You know, it's just it's but we love what we're doing. It's it's a good time. It's yeah. the corned beef. Oh, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's straight up the corned beef. I, I tell everybody we got the best corned beef on this side of the Mississippi River. So. So do you guys? Do you guys? I'm assuming then you make your corned beef in house. Then mm-hmm. this is okay. So yeah. so this is like a sojourn must because you're not you're not trucking it in. You you're doing it right there. Well, so. right. This ain't no canned corned beef. It's, <laughs> it's brisket. It's good meat. And, yeah. Um, but it's the way we prepare prepare it. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is a lot of the recipes that we use there are family recipes and just regenerated. I, if you would want to call what we do at the Sojourn something. I guess you could say it's farm fusion. Ooh, I like that. That's so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, and the space is really neat too and kind of unique. So, I, you know, downtown Maine, um, you can park right – I mean, there's parking like right in front of the door and is – well, okay. That's going to vary upon what time you go there because it could be busy. So you may have to park slightly over, but you'll make it there. So um, I want to comment on that <laughs> yeah, real please, quick please. just if I could because yes. this weekend – Scores Bowling Alley. Oh, yeah, right down the street. Was having a tournament. Oh. And we were slow because people thought we were packed. Oh. But all the parking was taken up. So I'm going to get a sign that says seating available. I, but <laughs> by the way, people, 
you know, just because there's cars out there doesn't mean you shouldn't stop by and try and check us out. That's a good call. And I have also done orders to go and you guys are very effective yeah. at that as well. So, and yeah, and the, the, the space is fun. It's, it's small, but you've got a decent amount of tables in there, but you kind of walk in, you've got the, the pastries in the case of there, those cinnamon rolls always look really great. Thank um, you. and your staff is always very, very welcoming and the dining room's fun. You got art and things on the walls and things are, things are happening at Soldier. Well, I'd like to talk about the art because Please. I mean all the art in there is by family. Nice. So uh, my uncle John did the big picture of the Manhattan Beach Pier where I grew up in LA uh, but I've also got my stepmother Deb Grosser okay. who's got her art gallery right there in Ralston also. The, uh, oh right on. Deb Grosser or Deborah Joy Grosser Fine Art. Uh-huh. Um, but then my Aunt Dorothy's in there and then my dad the mayor. Nice. Uh, he has his woodwork in there and stuff like that. And I've even got a piece or two in there. So Wow. So so not only uh, art in food, but art on wall uh, and family. And Lots just, of connection there. It's like going, it's like going home when I go there. I'm surrounded by family. So it's, it's comfortable to be there. True, truly, the the front and back of house are your house. Then, so every, everywhere there. So there you go. That's fantastic. So when when did you guys open the restaurant up? Because because you said that Jason's been with you since like pretty much day one. So when was day one? April April sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. Okay. And uh, yeah. I, I think I opened up the first day without him, but then he's like, called me. He's like, hey, dude, I used to work there, and uh, I'm looking for a job. And I was like, come on in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, ran, I ran that kitchen by myself for quite some time uh, with the previous owner when it was Rawlson Cafe. And Okay. She had good intentions but didn't have what Brad has, the gift of that of just being a chef and teaching yeah. everybody from scratch and teaching everybody the proper way to I mean he's basically trained me. I was nine year army sergeant. I don't have any kitchen experience outside uh-huh. of grilling in the good state of Tennessee. There you go. But <laughs> yeah, you know, it is it's been a it's been a blessing. It's been an awesome ride and it's just it's a great environment and it's 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 what people, you know, want to inspire to be. So Yeah. It's been fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. So since since day one, and uh, I well, mean, he left a couple times. He went yeah. to work for Amazon. Yeah. Well, COVID hit. And oh yeah. COVID was bad for everybody. Yes. So, and I have two sons that I have to take care of. So sure. you know, I had my natural, and it, it was hard on him. And it's it. Yeah. He survived it. I mean, he he survived it. Uh, you know, Brad. Literally, the first year of a restaurant is the hardest time. If you survive the first year, you might survive the second year. Surviving three years and going through COVID is absolutely astounding. And it's all due to his dedication. I mean, the guy's dedicated to his craft and his art and everything um, that he does. So That's awesome. All right. Glad I brought you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> your, your performance evaluation will reflect positively upon this. No, and 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 I don't know if I, I introduce titles, of course. So, uh, Brad, you are head chef there at at uh, Sojourn, and chef Jason, owner, you know, chef owner, and Jason, your sous chef there, Ricard. So basically, sous chef, kitchen manager, head security. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, and and as a chef owner and uh, sous chef and kitchen manager, you probably end up being like plumber. 
uh, electrician. Hello. Yeah, exactly. You, you do so much more. That's one of those things, of course, you know, talking to people in and around the restaurant industry. Man, you, you sign up for everything in that that building. So. <laughs> well, the things that make me want to hurl, I asked Jason. <laughs> he was Army. I was Navy. I'm, I'm you know. Yeah, so. he's always telling me, stick, <laughs> stick, stick your hand down the drain. Get it Clean on the that drain for me, bro. All right, I dude. can't breathe. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> this is better than Iraq. <laughs> well, it's, it's a good, good team and and good uh, good skills there. So that's 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 wonderful. Now, that's wonderful. Jason's a workhorse, and I've been very blessed to have him with me. Uh, tough cat. So, yeah, you know, and yeah. I think the thing that bonds us is our military background. Sure, we work tight together. He. Uh, he tries to keep up with me, but <laughs> no, he's a great guy, and I sure appreciate his help. I can't cut as fast as you. I know. That's uh-huh. all. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all with time, all with practice. Well, and it sounds like Brad that that you have some significant experience within the restaurant industry around Omaha. We had talked about a couple of places, but uh, yeah, kind of tell me what's 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 your history? How did you? Get into food. How'd you get this lifestyle? Well, it's weird. I mean, honestly, I how I got into this industry, I have no idea. But I met a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a good start. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, I, I went into the service out of high school because uh-huh. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, got medically discharged, and I'm retired from uh-huh. the military. And ended up back in L.A. where I spent part of my time growing up in L.A. and part of my time in Nebraska. Okay. But ended up back in L.A. and met a lady and she's like, well, I work at a TGI Fridays. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, well, cool. I think maybe I could work there. And so I started as a host. Oh, nice. Okay. Before you knew it, I was waiting tables, became a service bartender, then a corporate trainer traveling around for TGI Fridays. Teaching people how to wait tables and bartend and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. never did the kitchen. Ah, okay. Um, advance a few years later, was here in Omaha and decided I thought I might want to open my own place. So I went to culinary school at Metro. Okay, excellent. Turn of the century, started in 1998, graduated actually in about 2001. Okay. But I got... All my degrees in culinary arts, bakery arts, and culinary management. Wow. Um, thank you to the military, you know, and my disability. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, at that time, had my son. So all the dreams that I had kind of went on the back burner. Sure. But started my first cooking job, I think I was telling you a moment ago, was for a chef, Gene Camerata. Yeah. Yep. And at the Brass Grill down in the old market. Yeah. And bless him. Rest in peace. But he's gone now. But, yeah. uh, you know, he looked at me because I was bartending for him and told him I was going to culinary school. And he looked at me. And people who don't know me, I have one hand. I lost my hand in the service. Mm-hmm. But he looked at me and he's like, how are you going to work in a kitchen? And I was like, well, I'll show you. Nice. <laughs> and I just did. I've got a prosthesis. And I call myself the gadget chef. So I can click on a, a carrot peeler, a knife, a grater, you know, whatever I need. But I soon learned to chop pretty fast. And, yeah. you know, so Gene gave me the opportunity and God bless him, you know. And from there, it's been 
I mean, I can't even count the places I've worked. I've, uh, when I talk about Gene, I get a little emotional. Sure, absolutely. It sounds like he was a very was large a big, influence yeah, on you. I, I, I can see it in your eyes. It's like a first year. Huh? Are you about to cry on me, boss? <laughs> well, dude, this guy, you saw him a hundred times. I know, I did. He'd walk He's into my man. kitchen, sojourn. He's like, Brad Grosser! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You know, I mean, he's from New York, and he was just a spirit. Big personality. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the first one that saw me on the grill. And yeah, he, he was, was there that he day. He was like, I think you got a good one there. Yeah, That's, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the first chef that you really bonded with or one of the first, you know, kind of made that connection. Yeah, with, not so. the first. I mean, there's been hundreds. Nice. It just, I've been in this business. Like I said, it was, I landed in it somehow. Yeah. Wanted to cook, had my kid, cooked for a hundred beautiful people. I've worked at Embassy Suites down the old market, Dundee Dell. Yeah. Opened a chain called Joey's Seafood that didn't make it. Uh-huh. Uh, worked at a retirement community with a lot of beautiful people. My you goodness. Know? So I've just done the gamut. Yeah. But that's what chefs do. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's like you get bored with something. Sure. And you got to move on. That's, I mean, that's the but thing. But when you find something good, you got to. Try and make it work. Yeah. Well, and just to be able to, and especially having your own place now, you can get creative with whatever you want to do. And that's, you know, uh, there's a book out there, Soul of a Chef. There's, there are, you know, a whole yeah. lot of other ones out there too. But, you know, just that that ability to create, you're not, you know, it's not like I'm going to pull out this recipe book every day and go da, 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 da. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to build this dish or create this dish or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you we were talking about the art on the wall, um, within Sojourn and, and there too, but you know, you could create that art in the kitchen and put it out on, on people's plates, you know, both of you. So h- how did you, you know, coalesce, how did you create the, the model for, for Sojourn and the food that you wanted to put out there? I think that goes back to family. Yeah. Family and wholesomeness, really. You know, I, Consistency. I used to be a vegetarian. Oh, and, right on. Uh, you know, there was a book I read. I can't remember the name of the book. But That's okay. It was by the guy who his family owned Baskin Robbins. Okay. And I can't remember the name of it. But anyhow, um, so years and years I was a vegetarian. Yeah. But I went to culinary school and I had this kid. And I thought, well, I'll go back to eating meat. Yeah. But yeah, it was... Growing up with my mom, my mom was the best cook I ever met in my life. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was corned beef. Yeah. But she made it out of the can. Ah. But uh-huh. she would take that can somehow and empty it and make steaks out of this stuff. Oh. So it was like corned beef, steaks, and eggs. And when I was a kid, I'd just watch her cook and love that stuff. Yeah. And then I'd get to go back to Nebraska and visit Grandma and Aunt Leah. Yeah. And the people that she learned from. And then met Grandma Jeanette and all these recipes and all just this farm food and, you know, farm to table. It just, it was an amazing experience just getting to watch them create and the flavors, you know. Absolutely. But the thing I like about what we're doing at Sojourn is I've taken what they taught me and then kind of thrown my culinary experience into that. Yeah. So the flavors are more enhanced mm-hmm. than what you might have. And so our corned beef is not from the can. Sure. You know, it's brisket and we do what my grandma used to call canned beef. Uh-huh. But we don't actually can it, but it's a process of, you know, a braising in a flavorful liquid and it's just falls apart tender and very mm. flavorful. That's awesome. 
So and I, well, you you have a new dish that I need to try next time I come into Sojourn because I, I haven't had the corned beef yet. So this oh, you is, haven't? No, no. Yeah. So this this is awesome. It's I'm stable, bro. I, I love it. I love it. So <laughs> yeah, you're missing out. Well, well, I I will make sure that there's a correction made on that for sure, for sure. So uh, so Jason, do you, do you bring any of your? So you said you're you grilling meat in in Tennessee. You said uh, it was kind of a do you <laughs> yeah, do you, do you, I, do you I, do really, barbecue there too? Hmm? Well, I mean, that's when I say that. I just basically, from what I know about cooking, is mostly southern roots, uh, smoking food, yeah. grill, grilling outside, stuff like that. Um, and my family's very good at it, and they're very good at making, you know, kind of simple southern style food. That's very traditional, I think, to like Omaha or Nebraskan when it comes to like uh, potatoes and things like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, as far as food goes wise, I'm no expert. I've never been to school for it. I've literally, what I know is from this knucklehead over here. <laughs> um, and you know, it's been fun watching him and at the same time, very painful. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> it's the, the military, road. the military in us, we sometimes there's days where we look at each other and just like, we're like, why can't we get n- just, decent help around and everybody in this industry is suffering that right now yes and but you know as long as i know that you know if if i'm on if i if i maintain my level of what i can do to help him and i've taken a lot more responsibility yeah uh, since i came back um which is nice and it kind of you know relieves pressure off him yeah. And we just kind of, you know, piggyback off each other. I learn everything I know from this knucklehead. Now, I will say that I do make my own hot sauces. Oh, hello. So I dilly dabble around in some hot sauces, um, but they're not for the faint of heart. <laughs> I am a pet. No, this is the guy who we eat anything for a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's, it's hot. Like, well, yeah, because oh, yeah. we do our own gardening out back. So Oh, you do? This, okay. But mildly. I mean, we yeah. try and grow tomatoes and uh, peppers mildly. and stuff. We have a very massive garden. Yeah. So <laughs> Carolina Reaper coming off the oh, plant. I hello. Like, Jason, I'll give you a quarter if you eat this. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... <laughs> It's a Carolina Reaper. We gotta see if it's hot. Is it? Is it hot? Is it not? Well, I was curious because you. (laughs) It's very sweet at first. (laughs) It's really good at first, and then yeah, and then it's Kong Pao, (laughs) and and only for a quarter. What what a deal! That's that's entertainment at any price. That's his whole mo. Is everything I do is for a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Extra, extra, extra. Yeah, right. Doesn't come out of the salary. This is on on top of there. So I'm like, man, you can't raise it to fifty cents by. No. <laughs> Inflation and whatnot. Jeez. It's Dave Zorka with Fatter Day Omaha here, dropping in to tell you that we're talking with Brad Grosser and Jason Russell of Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston. From meals to feels, this episode has it all. But hang on for a few moments and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Fatter Day Omaha. Dave Zorko here, and on this episode, we're talking with owner and head chef Brad Grosser of Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston, Nebraska, and his sous chef, Jason Russell. We're talking breakfast, lunch, gardens, art, and overcoming challenges. So let's get to the show here on Saturday Omaha. So so Jason, you're, you're wearing a Russell's homegrown produce 
yeah. shirt. Is this a family business possibly? Is there a tie in there? Yeah, this is actually my father's shirt, which just recently passed away. And Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, it just recently passed away uh, September 9th. Mm. Um, he's from Drummond's, Tennessee, and uh-huh. he made this up as kind of like a gag, but he has a massive garden, or had a massive garden, rather. But Yeah. Um, and he'd always have extra produce and it was real popular in Millington and Tennessee area. Yeah. People with extra produce would take it out and just set up a stand on the highway and people would pull over and I mean, you can just buy whatever you want for, you know, nickels and dimes, pennies on a quarter. Yeah. And you know, my father lived that life his entire life. So, That's awesome. You know, he was a big green thumb guy. He could make anything grow. So but yep, that's what this is about. That's so. perfect. Well, well, respect to your to your father there, and uh, comfort to you. I I know that's tough, especially not being very long ago too. It makes things yeah, harder. Yeah, absolutely. So. And he was a diehard Tennessee Volunteers fan, so he's up there pushing our Volunteers to win this national championship. <laughs> 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 well, that's awesome. So so even though you didn't have a history in cooking, um, you know, between uh, grilling and smoking meats and all the produce there, that sounds like there's there's some food running around there somewhere. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I have a passion for good food, and I think Brad knows that. Like, I don't like serving dishes that – there's always a motto that you have to follow, and, and this is my thing. If you, if you won't feed it to your mom or feed it – don't feed it to nobody else. Yeah. Like, if it doesn't look good, uh-huh. don't send don't, it out. Don't send it. Yeah. That's perfect. So I try to stick to that, and it's it's worked, and – He's got his very artistic touch with, you know, how we decor our food and stuff. And, you know, it's all pulled together in this wonderful form. Um, Like he was saying, our regulars are phenomenal. Uh, We do have a lot of them, and they appreciate us and love us. Yeah. And, you know, we're just looking to get some more people to come out there because in in reality, what this is, what Sojourn Cafe is, is it, it is a Midwestern take on food with a California twist. So you get like the best of both worlds as far as the the artistic touch of mm. California flavor and flair and colors in our establishment. Yeah. But you still get that taste of something that reminds you of what your grandmother made. Yeah. And like when he's mentioned that millions of times and I've never got to experience Blue Roof Ranch you know, where his family grew up, but I imagine they made some good food out there because, you know, they, they born this guy and this is, <laughs> this is his path and he's, he's killing it. And, you know, together we're killing it. Yeah. I think we just need, uh, let's see, you're Navy, I'm Army. We just need one Air Force guy, Air Force person and a Marine and then we're set. No, no chair for us, man. We'll take money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know the uh, having a, a cousin that was in the in the Navy. I know the uh, Navy guys and Marines give each other heck of, uh, quite often too. So I'm guessing that goes between all branches of the service. Oh, so yeah. and and thank you guys for your service, truly. Thank um, you. But uh, Brad, so so good tie in there, Jason. You, you mentioned in family, and and Brad, you had mentioned aunts and moms and things like that. Was there anybody that you grew up either cooking with, or maybe somebody that uh, had you know recipes that really had an impact on you? You mentioned the the corned beef, of course, the canned version in your past, and the non canned version uh, in the present. But uh, yeah, any other relatives there that kind of had that those planted those seeds for you? I mean, there's plenty of relatives. My grandma Jeanette was. You know, the farm cook. So yeah. She's the one who just was always gardening and canning and teaching me all those canning experiences and stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, Aunt Leah, 
you know, she was a school marm, I guess we used to call them, but she was never married, never had any kids. But every time I came to visit, we were making popcorn balls or pulled taffy or, you know, things like that. And it was always around food and always around cooking. Yeah. You know, and I remember mom inherited Aunt Lee's dining room table and chairs. Oh, wow. Okay. And she didn't get them refinished. And I was like, why not, mom? I mean, they're old. And she's but look at this. The back of this one chair here is where Ann Lee would always come in from making fried chicken. Oh, wow. Put her hands on this chair and talk to you. Uh-huh. And then go back to frying the chicken. But it was just all crusted. Yeah. Just that one chair. And she never moved that chair. That you was know? her so, chair. Yeah. So, and Mildred. Yeah. Just always the entertainer. You know, but you know, the funny thing, the other one said, I think, and maybe, I don't know if you've ever heard this name, but Graham Kerr. Mm, vaguely familiar. I don't know. The Galloping Gourmet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. And Julia Child. Of course, yes. But it, when I was a kid, if I wasn't with friends, I would turn on reruns of that yeah. on Channel 13 in California rather than cartoons when nice. I was like in fourth grade. Oh, wow. Watching Graham Curves. Yeah. It was, it, just, it was crazy. But that's, you know, I guess I always inspired by my ma. Uh-huh. Just watching her cook when she had the time. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know, but it came from there. What planted this? So the, you definitely have that. Wow. That's So that's been in your ethos for a long time. Yeah. And then you had decided that you wanted to open uh, a restaurant. What was kind of the the spark, I guess, that said, hey, I want to go to culinary school? and Wanting to – because I'd always worked front of the house. Oh, I see. So that was your method. I'd been your a method. manager. I'd been a bartender. I'd been a server. Yeah. But I had no idea how a kitchen worked. Gotcha. And if I was going to run my own place, I had to figure out how a kitchen worked. Yeah. And I had no idea that I truly had a palate. Oh, you know? nice. yeah. But going to school, I met Chef Tina Powers, an amazing, amazing woman. Yeah. You know, and she was a baker, foremost, and a master baker, yeah. I think. Master Baker, but um, yeah, and a couple other chefs, Chef Jim Trebian, you know, but Tina Powers was the most inspiring thing at, uh, you know, Metro. Yeah. Back at the turn of the century, and it just, That's it was wonderful. cool. It was amazing. That's wonderful. Well, that, I mean, that takes a lot of drive, too, to just say, hey, I'm, you know, I've been working in front of house and I want to learn all this and I'm going to commit to school and all the classes and everything that's, that's uh, it was there. That so. time when I was, had a two-year-old going through a divorce. Oh, and, my gosh. You know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You're, you're, <laughs> but it was the greatest experience. I mean, I just – I sucked it up. And, I, you know, I'd work lunches and go to school nights and then on weekends work all night during the weekend. But, Goodness. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, and, and what's nice about that approach, too, is being that you were front of house so long, you understand – both front and back of house, you know what your servers go through or your right. hosts and, and things like that. And then now you also have that kitchen experience, which then opening and, you know, and owning a restaurant, you know, if you're hiring or you need to coach people or whatever, you've, you've been there, you know, you've taken care of that. So I, I assume that that's helpful sometimes. Right. So definitely. But that's the hardest part is I want to be everywhere. Sure. But I can. Right. And I mean, as this guy, it's like on weekends, he's like, what? 
Brad. He can and, be in a lot more places. He just doesn't think I have it under control back there. <laughs> I always have it under control. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it all comes I mean, out on the show here right now. And <laughs> at the same time, being the owner, people want to chit chat. Sure. You know, so they're asking, where's the owner? And can Brad come out? And I'm a vet and I'd love to visit. And, yeah. you know, that's great. And I want to meet everybody. But gosh, I mean, in the middle of a Sunday when we're knee deep, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to, you know, wear a lot of shoes. So yeah. Well, well. Speaking of those conversations, so uh, I want to thank you, and I'm going to thank you on this show. And you're like, Dave, what are you about to thank me for? Um, so this would have been probably several months after you opened up, because it would have been 2019. It's pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And my family and I typically go out for a Sunday afternoon type of brunch uh, maneuver, and we hadn't tried Sojourn yet. It's like, well, hey, let's give Sojourn a try and see what's going on. So uh, went there, uh, wife, daughter, and I'm, I can't remember if my son was with me at the time. I don't know that he was. Um, no, no, he probably was. Anyway, point is, so we're eating there and checking our food, pancakes, bacon, all those stuff, and our wait staff said would it be okay if the chef come out and talk to you? That'd be great. So my daughter, so she would have been Uh-oh. seven at the time, I think, pancakes for breakfast. And you came out and introduced yourself and you said, hi, you know, I'm chef and I call myself the gadget chef. And you had brought out your gadgets with you. So I think you had a knife and a whisk and some other things. And you're showing her how that works and what's going on. And she is just totally impressed by this whole thing. And you made, I can tell you, you made a huge connection there for a bunch of reasons because she's always like, can we go get those pancakes from from the gadget chef? Can, can we do that? <laughs> and so she had requested your pancakes. Um, at that time, I'm not sure if you guys had dine-in open uh, or not. But we, we got takeout just because mm-hmm. everything going on. And I brought those pancakes home and she's still – Loves that. So I, I just want to let you know that you made a very personal connection there. And it was so nice of you to come out and and just talk with her and, and talk with the table. And and we were all impressed, too, because I, I had never met you before. I didn't know of, quote, the gadget chef, end quote. Um, so we were just having a, you know, a nice brunch. And so so thank you. Thank you for that, making that connection. She, she remembers you. So. Well, I always try to make that connection. Sometimes – Kids feel uncomfortable when they see that I'm missing. I'm missing my right hand. Yeah. So I wear a prosthesis, and so therefore the gadget chef came along because kind of like Go Go Gadget. Oh that, sure. That yeah. Cartoon, Inspector Gadget. That, you Inspector betcha. Gadget. So I can click well. on a lot of tools and. Yeah, that's fair. Did, did you? Did, but <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I mean, I I do that to try to make the kids feel comfortable. Yeah. But I freaked out more than one kid. <laughs> and a funny story about that. Is so this one kid over there whispering to his mommy. It's like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. So I grabbed all my stuff. Yeah. And I went out there and walked out to the kid and I was like, hey, I just wanted to show you all this stuff and everything. And the waitress is out there and she would show me do my whole little spiel and everything. And the kid's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I walked away and <laughs> the waitress heard the kid say, mommy, I just wanted to know why he has no hair. <laughs> <laughs> Dave here, dropping in mid-episode in case you're just joining us to tell you that we're talking with Brad Grocer and Jason Russell of Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston, Nebraska. 
You can stop into this daytime escape for everything from pancakes to corned beef. They're putting their heart and art into their food. So let's get back to it. I have to ask because they're really cool because I, I, having seen the, the attachments that you have for your prosthesis, mm-hmm. is that something that you created yourself or is that no, uh, just No, and I was, it just, my whole life has been as like a circumstance of chance by means. But yeah. When I was going to culinary school, my mom lived in Houston. Uh-huh. My biggest supporter. She sent me this article about this dude who created this thing called an enabler. Okay. He was also an amputee. Yeah. But it was like a click on wrist where then he could take anything you want, a knife, a garden hoe, a fishing pole, a golf club. Yeah. And connect a certain attachment connected to the end of your arm. That's awesome. I was like, man, let's make all these kitchen attachments. And thank goodness for the VA, anything I want, they're just like, okay, let's make it happen. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, I mean, just to, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, emotional things and pain things that you've had to go through over the years and things like that. But your your drive to just do what you want to do is fantastic. And then, you know, and that way you can, you know, give, give, you know, Jason Heck there too, because you still chop faster than he does too. So, you know. Well, not many can chop faster or more accurate than me. I like and that. I'll just throw that out. That's probably true. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I've seen smoke coming from the knife. <laughs> Mushrooms fly, bro. Mushrooms fly. <laughs> just, just everywhere. Oh, that's fantastic. I, so that's, that's super cool. That's super cool. I just, I, I think that's awesome. I mean, obviously, you let your food and your art do the talking, but that was just uh, making that personal connection. And, um, you know, I, I think the other thing, too, is a great example for maybe somebody that is encountering a problem of whatever it is. And it's like, you can overcome it. Look look at this. I mean, this this isn't stopping me. You know, we're, we're going here. And that's just awesome. That's fantastic. So. I think that, again, goes back to family for me. I mean, it's just not bringing... Yeah. No matter what we're going through, we'll get through it. That's awesome. Well, and then, and, and then on top of that, then you open the restaurant. There's a global pandemic thing happening. Everything shuts down. Now you've got staffing challenges. Cost of goods is all over the place, supply chains, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, it's nice that, you know, you guys are, are together and I'm assuming helping each other through any ups and downs that happen. Um, and uh, I, do you guys have other – are there other folks that work in the kitchen with you, just you two guys? or We've been the stable through the whole thing. Yeah. Had a good guy, Benny. But for the most part, it's been me and Jace through the whole thing uh, looking for greater help. Yeah. You know, but the cool thing is is – I've got awesome family. Yeah. I mean, again, Dad, the mayor, is always there pouring coffee. If I call him, he's there in 15 minutes, with, even with bad hair. You know, <laughs> but, and he's funny. I mean, it's me and Jason joke about this, but Dad's kind of like Cosmo from Seinfeld. Uh-huh. He just... All of a sudden, it's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, what's going on, guys? And he's standing right in the middle of what the kitchen doing? during a busy lunch. <laughs> like, what's going on, fellas? And we're like, we're really busy, Dad. And he's like... Oh, yeah, it looks like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, could you move, please? Thank you. Or start pouring coffee, one of the two. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, get out front and go glad hand for a while. uh, (laughs) I also got to throw a shout out to my most amazing girlfriend, Marcia Sillinger. Oh, excellent. She's the gal you see there every weekend and not getting paid, but she just got my back. And Hmm. 
I met her 20 plus years ago at Grandmother's Lounge. Oh, yeah. 84th and L, if you remember that. I do indeed. Karaoke, all that good oh, stuff. Oh, yes, in the, ba- in the bar area there yeah. in the basement. I used yeah. to manage that place. Oh, right back on. Back in the days. So. Uh-huh. But she was a server, and we never dated, but uh-huh. here we are 20 plus years later and dating. Yes. And, but she's there every weekend and just amazing, uplifting, positive, you know, and I, I couldn't have done this without her or my dad. Or my stepmom, or Jason, or, you know, my mother, and a lot of family. It's just, it's been a family thing. And that's, that's wonderful. the cool thing about it. It's it's small town, it's Ralston, it's community, it's family, and that's what people recognize. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. Yeah. But we're doing it from scratch, and we're doing it, we're not Denny's, we're not any, I don't want to name names. Sure. You know, we put pride, and it shows on the plate, and it shows in our service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for, for those that haven't been there, so corned beef, and I had already mentioned, you know, pancakes and things like that. What are some other, you know, popular dishes? Or maybe what are some of those things that, you know, you guys like to, you know, make maybe once in a while or things that just kind of kind of get you going there? Well, I mean, you haven't mentioned our specialty French toast, but I don't Ooh. think there's another French toast like it around in town. And yeah. You just got to experience it to understand it, and that's all I'll say. Ooh. Um, Ooh, a teaser. Our sausage, but the only sausage we serve is ground in-house. Nice. It's just patties, so we don't have the links or the processed stuff. We yeah. grind and season our own sausage. Wow. Um, got some of the best bacon in town. I've had a hundred people ask me why our eggs taste so good. Uh huh. And I said, well, it's just the seasoning, I guess, and the love. Yeah. But you got to throw the love. In the there. love is important. Yeah. Yeah. Our salad. Our salads are real popular too. Um, well, that's where I grew we, up. We produce a lot of salads, and he makes it. He makes the salads very. I mean, it it, it almost looks like a painting. Yeah. Um. You know, during the summer months, we grow uh, dispersions, right? Yep. Yeah, the flowers. Yeah, the edible flowers. It freaks everybody out, but you can eat them, and they just make the flat. <laughs> it makes the salad look so much better. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of spicy too, surprised or not. I like them. Yeah. A little, um, little peppery blossom. That's yeah. real popular. Uh, his can the canned beef, the blue roof, is phenomenal. Um, the blue roof melt. Yeah, the blue roof melt is absolutely phenomenal. It's probably one of our most popular. Reuben, obviously. I mean, anything with the corned beef, like I said, yeah, is the most popular. I'll, I'll be over to try that. There's, there's no question. We, we got to do that. Well, and it's so cool that you guys are saying that you, you know, you're growing produce in the back. So you've got, you know, flowers. I'm assuming tomatoes and corn, mm-hmm. or probably whatever else. So, I mean, talk about farm to table. It's like out the back door to the table. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and then you're, you know, you get a look at that, that produce. You, it doesn't get any fresher than that. You can pick it right off the, the vine or, you know, whatever. So that's awesome. That's and awesome. We, have yeah, we had pretty much everything this year. Keeps Olive us pinos, busy. Yeah. Carolina Reapers. Cantaloupes. Cantaloupes. Watermelons. watermelons yeah. Strawberries. <laughs> blueberries. I'm upstairs, so I have that property behind us. So okay. I, I made a massive garden, too, as well. So Oh, wow. Yeah, we had we had a good bit of produce this year. Matter of fact, a little bit too much tomatoes. Oh. So maybe next year we could probably like, I don't know, set up a donation plan with the city of Rawlison to come down and get these tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're mentioning kind of the the small town atmosphere. What's kind of fun, I mean, you know, Ralston is, you know, plunk in the middle of Omaha and La Vista and Papillion and all in those areas. But boy, that Main Street section there really does feel like you're just 
walking into a small town there. So you still have that feel and, and, you know, it's nice to walk around all the businesses there. And of course you got Maria's down the street too, which is pretty decent as well. And you um, got the new so, granary down there, which is drawn business, yeah. which has been yeah. a lot of fun. They're showing the Husker games out there. And oh, stuff, really? So. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. The, what they've done with the granary is just amazing. So yeah, a lot of progress going on. So, you know, it, it, it's just a plus for my business. And I'm Absolutely. I'm digging it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's rumors of us maybe expanding too, so oh, we'll see if that yeah. works. But yeah. oh, chef, chef had an eyebrow up there. He's like, uh, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might need room for all the tomatoes, though. I mean, <laughs> you know, open up the uh, the Sojourn cannery and, and you know, <laughs> or salsa. That's funny because yeah. the uh, health inspector came in and says, on your menu it says canned beef. So where do you do this canning? Oh, for it's like, no, that's just a reference. I really am not canning it, but it's the process that I'm describing. Yeah. So, it does, yeah. It so. does not come out on the plate. Because I guess to can stuff and sell it, you have to have a whole different license. So Of course. I'm not canning anything. <laughs> let, let it be clear. It is not canned. Thank it is. you. There's something about that word, too, that always freaks people out. I'm like, no, it's not spam. Yeah, I think that's where your mind naturally yeah. goes is, wait a minute, you know. So it's, we're that's funny, a- though, that we do have an older clientele and all these people are like, this so reminds me of my mother's beef and stuff. <laughs> I mean, they people do recognize that it, the texture, the flavor, yeah, you know, it just it, – to me, when I moved to Nebraska and had that for the first time, um, Grandma Jeanette made it for me and just served it over white rice with mushrooms. And I was Ooh. like, what is that gravy? That yeah. sauce, and she's like, "That's just the water I put in with the beef." Wow! <laughs> but the flavor that came off it. So, you know, I took that experience and enhanced it by adding flavors, and that's where I think the farm fusion idea kind of came from. I hope you're enjoying our show with Brad Grocer and Jason Russell of Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston, Nebraska. They're putting in care from the garden back to the pastries in front, and all the hard work in between. Sometimes you need a break, and that's what we're going to do right now by heading to these messages. So hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Fatterday Omaha will be right back. Stay hungry. Welcome back to Fatterday Omaha. Dave Zorko here, and on this episode, we're talking with owner and head chef Brad Grocer of Sojourn Cafe at 7614 Main Street in Ralston, Nebraska and his sous chef, Jason Russell. We're talking breakfast, lunch, gardens, art, and overcoming challenges. So let's get to the show here on Fatterday Omaha. Well, one of the things, and, and we'll, we'll circle back to Sojourn here in a second, but I, I have to ask, and if when you guys are not at the restaurant, and if you are out and about in the Omaha area or elsewhere outside, are there any other places that you like to eat at or frequent that you might want to mention here on the show? I mean, me personally, uh, I tried it. Maria's local. Oh yeah, it's right down the road. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know if anybody's had the opportunity to try uh, their Mexican. It's a Mexican restaurant. Phenomenal. Well, they're great. They've been there since the seventies, and uh, their their puffy taco is delicious. And of course, you can get the rare burrito with a brown gravy there, which is an unusual combination. Yep. I'm <laughs> no, also I... personally kind of weird. I like Alberettos because I love that cow tongue burrito. Yeah. I know a lot of, yeah, see, like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> maybe it's just because of my old southern roots. But that I just don't like the texture, man. That's, <laughs> it, that's what makes it so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. How about yourself, Brad? Well, I've got a, a 
buddy who started working for me years ago that is just doing an amazing job and every opportunity I get to go see him it's just the most amazing experience I ever have in my here in Omaha yeah. I would have to say but that's at the boiler room oh yeah with Shem, Chef Tim Nicholson you bet and he's he's an amazing kid he does a great job but uh I I just like trying new stuff truly yeah. you know bouncing around and uh like going back up to the Dundee area but in all honesty, I don't get an opportunity to get out much. That's that's you know <laughs> I'm I, up at four forty five every morning and you know, by three or four I'm trying to wrap stuff up and just get some rest and I've got two pets at home and a life to live. So Yeah. Most of the time during the summer I don't go out and dine, I go to the beach. Sure. Oh that's that's fair. That's real so, fair. Well yeah. I spend yeah. Mu- as much time as I can relaxing and just enjoying my time and when I do, uh, Spezia is another one yeah. of my favorites. I really enjoy their steaks and just the wood burn steaks and stuff like that. Drover, oh my gosh. Yeah. I do the Drover any day I could. A little, little whiskey steak down oh, yeah. there. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but other than that, there's a great, I can't think of the name of it, but it's, it's down in La Vista on 84th Street. Okay. The best euros in town. And oh, yeah. Uh, right by sp- La Mesa. Yeah, it used to be Terra Plaza. I Grecian think it's Grecian Gyros now. Grecian, yeah, yeah, but yeah. They got if you want the best gyro, you go down there. That's such that's a nice uh, nice spot that's been there for a long time yeah, too. They yeah. do put together a pretty good gyro. Good sure. folks that run that place for sure. And that's 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 what I like too about our local restaurants here in Omaha. Is it, it, there's just so many good people out there, you know, like yourselves, and that just make that connection through their food or you know coming out to talk to somebody at the table, and it, it's so. It's so neat the way that that community works, and I think too, from what I've seen, that our restaurants are seem to be very supportive of each other too. Um, you know, when a restaurant's going through hard times, I know uh, a tired Texan had the fire and a whole bunch of other things, and I, I know a couple of the barbecue restaurants reached out and they're like, "Hey, can we help you?" You know, and it's just that that spirit of of community is is really cool so that's that's awesome and i'm glad you guys are are part of that too well so. you reminded me by saying barbecue but smoke and barrel barbecue oh the brisket's so fantastic mm. it's my buddy the dingo yeah but... yeah did you go to school with wayne or yeah oh, and he's okay. worked with me he worked for me at probably four different places no so. kidding yeah Awesome. Me and the dingo go way back. Well, that's good. Well, Wayne Wayne's always been so so kind to us, and awesome. uh, he uh, I he every time I go in there because he knows I like the like the point on the brisket, so I get a nice chunk of nice chunk of fat on my sandwich, and I'm like, yeah, well, we'll we'll take that and enjoy it every time. He's nice. doing good stuff down there. So. Uh, he is, and he's been yeah. there for a long time. It's neat to see him doing well. Yeah, that's awesome. And that one too is kind of a. Kind of a hidden gem, if you will, because it's yep. over on Discovery Drive in Millard by the airport there, and you just won't drive past it accidentally. You got to go go find him. So yeah, he he does a good job with social media, and he does. You know, he he was out there in front of Hobby Lobby for years, and yeah, I think got a lot of his drive from there. But um, he sells out every day. I don't think he's complaining. Nope, nope. That <laughs> that cardboard sign goes up on the door around exactly. two or three. And it's like I'm done. So, exactly yeah. sold out, buddy. Yeah, and well, it's, it's kind of cool what you know both yourself and, and Wayne are doing too because you both have that chef background, and Wayne's applying it to hey, here's Texas style barbecue, and you know, simple, awesome, you know. And oh, he's he, a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then well and then he's like and then and he's like we're gonna do you know bourbon you know glazed pork belly 
burn ends on it, you know. So he's he's still getting chefy there too. Oh which, yeah, which he does cool. a Reuben and meatloaf and all kinds of stuff. So no, he's creative. What's he, wrong with being a redneck? <laughs> Easy Tennessee. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? it's a lot of good people from the south. Now. I believe you. <laughs> so that's and that's that's cool too. And I, I'm so glad that you you know you're putting your artistic touch on your food too, and and you know being being a true chef there and and making things happen. So that's cool. Well, anything else that you'd like to get out there about Sojourn? Anything coming up and happening? Um, or or just anything about the, the food community at all within within our area here? I mean, I've always been impressed with the Omaha food community. Yeah. You know, I think it's been very diverse. Uh, you know, again, I'll throw another one to Indian food and some of the oh, yeah. diverse food we've got here in town. Again, I can't think of a name of my favorite place over there in Leavenworth, right around 36. Oh, yeah. Uh, flavors. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, there's... Oh, oh, no, no. Sorry, you said Indian 36. Oven, so it was oven, Mother but... India and now Taste of India, Taste I believe. Of India. Yes. But, yeah, just yeah. good stuff. But you can find so many diverse flavors around here, you yeah. know, and fresh food, you know, and that's the great thing, too. And I just think eating local, supporting local, that's the thing. You know, you can get Denny's or Applebee's or... I met this dude one time. Funny story, but... I used to, when I traveled, I would always stay at Airbnb. Sure. Because I wanted to open my own Airbnb before, that's when I was married. Gotcha. So now I got back into the restaurant. Uh-huh. But, so, we were staying at this Airbnb, and this dude's like, man, me and the wife go from here, and this was in Missouri, to Florida every year. But we travel and base our plan around Cracker Barrels. Oh. And I was like, are you serious? Did that make you a little sad inside? Oh, it made <laughs> It, well, nauseous. Yes, yeah. I was yeah. going to say. I wonder if it's so sick. Like, would you, be like, did, did you bring your own salt? Or I, I, but the point is, it's like get outside the box, man. Yeah. And try something different and experience yeah, like something Wiles. new. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. It just that that story blew my mind. It's like this dude would only eat at Waffle House during his like, and then make the wife cook. Oh my just, goodness! So get out and try something different and experience flavor and. You know, share it. Yeah, and come, come and you know, sit at a table where there's there's art, love, and some soul in in your food. Um, you know, and and that's being put on that table. And you know, so, sojourn being a an escape and and a family, you know, area, and you can enjoy something different. And that's the same thing with our with our other local restaurants here. You know, they're you know, like you said, you're waking up at four in the morning. You know, there you're probably there on your quote unquote day off. I don't know if you actually get a day off. I don't, I'm there every day. I figured as much because that's <laughs> that's usually the way that that occurs. But um, you never know. Stop by. One day I might whip out the ukulele and sing a song. Ooh. So. Oh, this I, I like it. This is good. It could could go right to the islands. There that's you go. So. <laughs> Just like Bradley Manilow. No, I'm He's actually pretty good at it. <laughs> I will give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, how about yourself? Anything that you wanted to get out there about Sojourn or, or our local community, those those type of things? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I think it's very important for people to, uh, you know, enjoy good food, enjoy a good atmosphere. And that's what we try to provide um, yeah. on, a, on a regular basis. And, it, you know... It's it's hard for us because our kitchen's tiny. Um, yeah, you know if you come out there and we're slammed, we'll get to you when we get to you. We promise. <laughs> but uh, it, it's you know 
you know, we're we're doing the best with what we got, and that's at the bottom line. That's all you can do. And right. to be honest with you, I I have a really good chef that is in charge, and it's it's amazing just to see what he how he puts into it and stuff like that. I mean, he single handedly told basically convinced me that I don't ever want to become a chef or own my own restaurant. But I'm here for him. Single-handedly. Yeah, single-handedly. See, hey, puns are attended around here. That's why I say I'm his right-hand man. So, like, I'm the goose of the maverick here. So, but no, I mean, it's it's a wonderful place. And I, I think people will truly enjoy it. And, you know, come out there. We Our corned beef is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's got to be the best in the state. Uh, hands down, I will say that because I'm a stickler about corned beef, and I've had a lot of corned beef around a lot of other restaurants around here before I worked for Bread. And it's just it's it's a good product, and it's it's it'll make you hearty. And it, everything there is about you know our portions are they're good. You're going to get a good amount of food, and you're going to be full and hopefully happy at the end of the day with the experience. And that's the only thing that we're trying to reach out to people about. Yeah, I love it. Well, I and consistency, quality. But I got to throw this out there. There's please. no Reuben cooking contest here in Omaha, nowhere. And this is where this sandwich was created. Sure, sure. We can, and, you got I mean Reuben biscuits fest. and gravy. Biscuits you know, and gravy. We yeah. should be having this. We've got the best biscuits and gravy in town. I'll throw it down with any cat in town. Bring it on. I That's mean, awesome. we're just going to so, win both of those. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll win any contest, bro. I, 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 I'm just saying. I, I like the confidence. That's good. And I'm assuming you're making your biscuits in-house then, obviously. Well, right? so, we'll you know. try. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, that's fantastic. We don't burn them. <laughs> <laughs> Not often. We sometimes forget about what's in the oven because we're so busy. But but I, I know from what you said earlier, Jason, that, that it would not make it to the plate because I don't think you'd serve your mom burnt biscuits. Yeah, exactly. So yep, the, the, that's what it's about. <laughs> Jason's seen me throw away a lot of food. <laughs> Quality that, control. That's good. Well, and that's what start over, bro. Well, that that keeps you know that keeps people coming back when you're making sure that that quality is happening. And you know, having been in a few times, and I can tell you that both the dining experience and to go for me were very pleasant. Everybody's got their uh, their stuff together, and um, things are ready to go. So polite and so kind, and you do provide a family atmosphere. And you know, um, for you guys, you know, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day when you could be relaxing and doing other things to, you know, talk food with me here. Um, you're donating your time again to, to someone else here. And so I, I appreciate what you guys do and thank you for coming here and talking to me about Sojourn. So I, I appreciate you guys. So a uh, head chef and owner, Brad Grocer and Jason Russell, our kitchen manager and sous chef, and both of you guys, gardeners, bakers, and uh, maintainers of art and everything else that you guys do. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Appreciate All right. the opportunity. You bet. And we'll sign it off here on Saturday Omaha. And as we say, until we eat again, stay hungry. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well as email SaturdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry.